Hi, welcome to Coffee Break for Your Soul. I'm your host, Bonnie Gray, author of Whispers of Rest and Finding Spiritual White Space. I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to episode one of a new soul care series I'm launching to encourage you during these stressful times. This is a podcast where we'll explore what it means to spark joy and lead a more peaceful, beautiful life as God's beloved. And on every show, we're going to pause and breathe to rest and refresh with God together. We'll explore a different topic about stress and learn what God has for us to encourage each other. I'll share an inspiring story with you, a beautiful scripture to feel God's love. You'll hear a loving word of affirmation from God. Then I'll guide you to do something loving for yourself, a soul care practice, a soul care tip to spark joy, actions you can take to experience the love God has for you and take better care of yourself. And in case you're new here, our Coffee Break community is actually reading my book, Whispers of Rest, together, starting this week. Whispers of Rest explores 40 different ways to nurture your soul and restore calm to your body using soul care tips based on science inspired by God's Word. You can order the book right now. And to support you, I have a special newsletter to give you weekly tips to cheer you on, free from me. Once you order, all you have to do is go to whispersofrest.com to sign up for the Soul Care newsletter. You can also connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at The Bonnie Gray. That's where I slip love notes from God into your day and cheer you on. Well, today we have a very special guest. We have author and speaker Kathy Lip. She is going to share with us Ready for Anything, Preparing Your Heart and Home for Any Crisis, Big or Small. And we're in for a treat. Let's get started. So let me start off by telling you a little story. How many of you have been to Trader Joe's and have stood there in the floral section? You know, all those beautiful flowers are arranged there. One day when I was shopping there, a woman was standing next to me and I asked her, so what flowers are you going to choose? And she said, I don't really know. It's so hard to decide. I said, I totally understand. Many times I can't decide between the flowers that I want to get and the flowers that cost less. And she said, me too. And we realized that we're the same kind of people, the people that end up going back home and not buying any flowers after spending a gazillion years trying to decide which ones to pick. But I told her that I don't do that anymore. I always go back home with some flowers now because I read that there was a study that showed that women, and this was a study from Rutgers University, they found that simply looking at flowers improves emotional health. It was the presence of flowers that triggered happy emotions in participants when they did the study that increased feelings of life satisfaction. Flowers, it turns out, are a natural mood enhancer. Another study at Harvard University even demonstrated that those who aren't morning people, who start out with morning blahs, reported a boost in energy, happiness, and friendliness that lasted throughout the day. By looking at flowers first thing in the morning, they had put two groups of women. One group of women didn't have the flowers on their counters, kitchen counters, and the other group of women did. And the ones that did 
they're the ones that felt that boost of energy that lasted throughout the day. What was interesting I was telling her is that I realized that when I had trouble picking flowers to take home with me, I was really saying to myself, they're not worth it. Actually, I was saying, I'm not worth it. Flowers that just lasted a few days that gave me joy and happiness wasn't worth it. I also shared with her that I was also a Christian and that is interesting that Jesus himself had said, look at the flowers, don't worry. See how much more valuable you are than even the flowers which I've clothed. So I told her since I learned about the study and because I was a Christian and Jesus had even used flowers as an example to help us remind us of our worth, I said, I'm learning to take flowers home with me now. And she was really encouraged and she did take some flowers with her home with, you know, that study to empower her that she was in fact doing something that was good for her. Well, I wanted to share this story because when I brought these flowers back home, I forgot to put the hydrangeas. I chose hydrangeas. I forgot to put them in water. I left them on the counter as I was unpacking all my groceries and I even cooked dinner for my family. I have two boys. One is a 10-year-old and the other is a 13-year-old. And after we finished dinner and we we're cleaning up, I realized that I left the flowers on the counter. Has that ever happened to you? Well, they were unfortunately wilted. By the time I noticed it, the flowers had already been out of water and were wilted. Of course, I quickly went on the computer and I Googled to figure out how do I save these hydrangeas? And I found out that I can put them in water and guess what? I found those little packets that are included with the flowers. That's right, those food, flower food packets and I quickly you know stirred up the flower food with the water cut the stems and put them in and I waited and about an hour later the flowers were refreshed they were not wilted they were refreshed it's such a beautiful picture to illustrate that stress often causes us to feel like that wilted flower we get so busy in our lives we get through our checklists. We work so hard to get everything done. We take care of other people, but we often put ourselves at the bottom of the list. We put our well-being on the side and we forget about ourselves, don't we? We're good at taking care of others, but we forget about our well-being. We're like those petals on the hydrangeas that wilt. And yet Jesus reminds us, God reminds us, you are worth loving. And just like those flowers, if we just put a little time into nurturing ourselves and refresh ourselves, just like that water, we will become refreshed. We'll be just like those petals after about an hour of being in water with some little packets of flower food. We'll remember that we are going to feel better. Our spirit gets renewed. So the soul care tip is going to be each in each show is going to help you to feel a little better. Um, we don't realize just like the little flower food, little pockets of rest that we give ourselves is going to help refresh us and it makes a difference. So how about you? Do you find it difficult to make time for yourself? Do you find it difficult 
um, to recognize that how you feel is important and that you are worth loving and that just like you pour yourself out for others, God really cares about you. He really wants to nurture you. He really wants to take care of you. Well, you know, it is easy to get pulled away by busyness and stress, isn't it? But busyness does take a toll on us. We rush from one thing to the next, and by the time we know it, even though our checklist isn't complete, we try, but there is a cost. Checklists never end. Unless we step away and we rest, unless we allow God to restore and revitalize us, we become dangerously depleted. We lose our capacity to feel our emotions, to hear God's whispers, to be present with others, to be who we were created to be, just simply beloved. But God has wonderful whispers of rest for us. Today's scripture is from Psalm 119.32. It's just one of my favorite verses. I run in the path of your commands, for you have set my heart free. It's just so beautiful, this picture of our hearts being set free, and we're just running, running free. It's saying yes to God. And it reminds me of this beautiful scene when the disciples first met Jesus. They were stressed. They were tired. Peter and his brother were fishing. And the whole night, they couldn't catch anything. And it was in that place of feeling weary and tired and exhausted. They were pulling their boats up onto shore that Jesus said to them, come follow me. And it's interesting that the scriptures tell us that they let go of their nets and they were washing them as Jesus found them. They were washing them because they were empty, but they let go of their nets to go follow him. So I'm curious, what are the nets that you're holding on to? And what is it that God wants you to say yes to? And what is it that he wants to invite you to let go of? So as we begin this journey of Whispers of Rest, those of you who are following along, reading Whispers of Rest Day 1, let this just be a wonderful invitation, this focus of saying yes to God this week, and to let go of whatever it is that's keeping your heart from being free, free to run run in peace, and free to say yes to God. And may it just bring you closer, closer to God's loving voice for you. I want to let you know that you are worth it. God says you're worth it. We're not made to simply survive, just to be robots and get things done. God cares about how you feel. God cares about how you are doing. So I hope that this verse, that God's whisper, something, which word in this verse would speak to you? So let me share with you why I'm so passionate about this. (laughs) There's a period in my life where I had experienced during a time that I felt was a pretty peaceful and happy time in my life. I just had two little kids. I was happily married. But I just, after having my second baby, started experiencing anxiety. And I had to learn in my journey how to rest 
and to stress less. <laughs> so all these different uh, scriptures and soul care tips that I found through science, these are all practices that have helped me on my journey to experience God's peace and presence. And I know that they will also brighten your day and help renew you as well. I hope that this little pocket of rest has already brought you encouragement. I'd like to end now with a prayer for us today. Dear Jesus, I want to be restored. I want to be refreshed. Give me courage to simply rest. Like waves returning to the sand, have your way in me. Help me step away for just a pocket of rest. I choose to be your beloved. I choose to be beloved, not busy. Help me to rest now. Rest a while with you today. Amen. So friends, not only are we going to be sharing soul care tips on this show, we also have a special guest with us. We're going to enjoy some good conversation with Kathy Lip. Kathy is an author and inspiring speaker. She has a new book out called Ready for Anything, Preparing Your Heart and Home for Any Crisis, Big or Small. And what's exciting is she's going to do a book giveaway. She's giving away two copies of her new book. Just head over to my website, thebonniegray.com, and you'll be able to enter to win a copy of her new book. Well, let's get right started. Kathy is a wonderful friend. She lives right here in the Bay Area, close by me. She's one of the first friends I met when I started blogging 10 years ago. And part of celebrating the 10th year of blogging, I'm inviting guests that I know that have encouraged me in my journey. And we'll have them on this show for our Soul Care podcast series to encourage you. Well, let's jump right in. Let's enjoy some good conversation with Kathy. One thing I always love to ask our guests here on our little virtual coffee chat is yeah. how is it been going? Like what's most hard for you and what yeah. is filling you back up? Most of my work is done just like what you and I are doing here. So a lot of it hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. What has been so hard is uh, just the randomness and the um, unfairness of this disease, this, this epidemic. You know, um, what, one of the people in my mastermind, her father-in-law passed away on Friday from COVID. And today they, they buried him. And it was just her and her husband. There was oh no pastor, goodness. no friends, nobody there to support them. And he, he loved God. He was longing to go home. But there's no, how do you mourn in the era of COVID? And so just seeing the heartbreak for so many of my friends who are losing loved ones or who are taking care of their big, strong husbands who, you know, can't, can barely breathe right now. And so I think that's been the hardest, not being able to help in ways that I normally would and having to think about that in new ways. Uh, but I will say we are pretty fortunate that we're pretty isolated from uh, big changes the other thing that's hard for me is one of our kids does work in a grocery store. And oh, so wow. I, 
I, I try to take every worry to God and just pray protection over him because he's so friendly and outgoing and gregarious and wants to help everybody. And I'm just praying protection over him. Yes. Yes. I, we're all in that same area, you know, yeah. where we're in the same boat. So what, what's helping you? What's refreshing and refilling you? I, you know, honestly, getting to talk about how do we take care of each other and how do we do that? Like one thing I'm doing, I started it just when all of this began. I'm doing a Facebook live every day from 11 to 1130 where Bonnie, it's crazy. We, we get online and we all declutter a room together for 15 minutes. And so, you know, on Mondays, it's your kitchen. On Tuesdays, it's your, um, your living room. And we just, we set a timer and for 15 minutes, we declutter. And then we talk about how do we get prepared for this crisis that we're in? And what do we do? And what steps do we do to take care of us? And that's been connecting with people that I care about every single day, Monday through Friday. So that's helped me keep some normalcy when, you know, every event I had canceled, every project I was working on has been turned upside down. So it's been able to, that routine has helped me greatly. And also I love to cook. And so here at my mom's house, I am the chief cook and other people are the bottle washers. It's, it's a perfect marriage. And so being able to get creative like that, and bake bread and do fun things. Um, there isn't a lot of extra time, but the time I do have, it, it feels like it's going towards nurturing and that makes me super happy. I love how you're decluttering homes with your friends, helping them declutter and nurturing them. And then also nurturing your mom and yourself through cooking. So those are yeah. all nurturing things that are really inspiring for all of us to think about. So it's actually a great segue because you have a new book. <laughs> yes. Tell us about this new book. Okay. So first of all, I, I don't consider myself a prophet or a mind reader or anything like that, but it is called ready for anything, preparing your heart and home for any crisis, big and small. Now, let me just say the word pandemic does not show up in that book because I never thought that that was something we were going to have to deal with. But um, this is about being prepared for an emergency. And, you know, one of the things that I've been talking to some friends about, one of my friends, her name is Jen Han. She's a crisis counselor. Well, her town just got ravaged by a tornado over the weekend. And, uh, you know, crises never happen one at a time. They're very rude. They show up to the party with a lot of friends. And so how do you be prepared in the midst of COVID? And at the same time, prepare for maybe something else. A lot of us are experiencing job loss. A lot of us are experiencing other health issues. Yeah, I think when we find ourselves overwhelmed, we're kind of in the part of our brains where our emotions are taking over. Yes. And so it's called the amygdala in the brain. Right. We're just completely stressed out and anxious. And so to move to another place in our brain where we can actually feel God's peace and we can um, get organized, we take action. We move out of that place. We take action. So I wanted to hear what do you think some of those actions are that would help us and also that are inspired by this new book that you have? Well, I do think decluttering is a huge part of this. You know, that's what I'm mostly known for is my book, Clutter Free. But I think decluttering takes care of your past. 
and being prepared takes care of your future. Ooh, and both, I love that. Yeah, both are really, really important in all of this. And Bonnie, I really think that we are going to come out of this with, you know, we've all talked about the new normal. I think one of the new normals is going to be, you know, we have been so focused on stuff for so long. And I think so many of us are realizing how much more space we need in our lives just to be able to say, um, you know what, I don't need that extra item in my life. I need some space to be able to breathe. Um, and I know that you're big into that, creating white space in your life. And so I think we need to create it in our homes too, that our eyes have places that they can rest, that are not cluttered, but can bring peace. And I'm by no means a minimalist. I'm, I believe in, you know, you have what's essential, but you get rid of the rest. So that's one thing I think is really important. Another thing is, I like to call it the five minute plan is to talk over either with yourself or your significant other or your child. And is there another crisis that's going to be coming? Or maybe there's something that's coming up. Like maybe your child has a birthday coming up and you're like, okay, this was not the plan. But to talk through, what do we want? You know, here are our new constraints. It, you know, we can't have friends over. We, we can't do X, Y, and Z. But let's talk through all the things we can do. And how can we make that really special? And so it gives you something to look forward to. And it also shows you there's so many possibilities left. You know, I'm spending more time talking to friends since this all happened yeah. than I was before it happened. Mm -hmm. you know, we're creating online hangs. And so I think understanding in some ways this new normal is kind of beautiful. And out of this really awful situation we're going to find new ways of doing things new ways of connecting with people and you know people will say well it it's not a substitute for being in person well that's not like that's not what we're looking for we're not looking for substitutions we're looking for yes and so i do hang out with people in real life when i can and yes and i have a lot of friends who are not in my neck of the woods so i can connect with them online so part of that pre-planning is also something I call the five-minute plan. And so you've got another crisis coming. You know, maybe um, your, your job is, uh, you know, tenuous right now. Or you know that you live in an area of the country that hurricanes or tornadoes are prone to. Coming up with that five-minute plan with your spouse, with your child, what, whomever it is, say, okay, what are the first, what are we going to do in the first five minutes? And Bonnie, I don't know if you know this, but my, my dad was chronically unemployed. My first husband was unemployed a lot. So when I married for the second time, I swung yeah. the pendulum. I'm married to Roger, who's been at Hewlett Packard Enterprise for 35 years. But, you know, even even somebody as steady as Roger can lose their job. And so we've had the discussion, what does, when he comes home and he finds out he's lost his job, what do those first five minutes look like? And instead of me panicking, I'm planning. To, what we've said is we're going to stop and pray. Roger's going to work on uh, making sure our finances are as liquid as possible. I'm going to work on canceling everything like Netflix and things like that. And then, you know, once we've had a chance to breathe, we can take the next step. But 
it keep that plan walked out keeps you from panic and that's what we want we want to change how your brain is thinking from the overwhelm to the actionable exactly yeah i really love one thing you said you said be more prepared today than you were yesterday that's exactly what i was just going to say to you that's your only <laughs> goal it's your only goal is to be a little more prepared today than you were yesterday yes Yes. And that's one way to trust God, right? Because you're saying how sometimes we, we avoid thinking about how to be prepared because we think, well, I'm just going to trust God. I don't need to worry about all the details. But trusting God involves taking steps, one step at a time to be prepared. It's so true. And you, you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, and I mean, that was a woman who was prepared. I had never really read it in that light before. But she was also a woman who was highly honored by God. She trusted God, but she also, it's, it's this beautiful dance of faith and wisdom. And the wisdom is I prepare for the things I can control and I trust God in the things I cannot control. And when we combine that faith and wisdom, we are honoring God in every area of our lives. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, I, I'm really excited to share this, resources book that you have that's really timely because you're also offering a lot of free resources and tools to be refreshed. Can you share what those are? Yeah, for sure. So we have all these pre-order bonuses and one of them is to get the seven chapters I felt like were most important during the COVID-19 crisis. So Ooh. you can get, yeah, you can get that. As soon as you order the book, you just put a receipt into a, a link that I'll give you for the show notes. Um, if you go to kathylip.com, you'll be able to see it. But uh, so we've got those first seven chapters that I feel like are going to help you the most during COVID-19. We've got a two-week cooking in a crisis cookbook. So a whole meal plan for my friends there. The Kickstart to Clutter-Free e-course that we normally sell for $49 because so many people are looking for the, to reclaim that space. And then we have a five-day homeschool curriculum that you don't even have to use as a homeschool curriculum. You can use on your own, but just some really practical ways to get you prepared quickly and some ways that your kids can help if you have kids. So plus we have all sorts of other fun downloads over on that page that you can check out absolutely free. Go to kathylip.com readers. I'm also going to have the URL for us in our show notes so that we can help each other experience God's peace for we're women of God's promise and not just women of panic. <laughs> That's what yes. I've been telling oh, myself. I love yeah. that. I love that. Oh, Bonnie, thank you for sharing your space and your delightful listeners with me. I'm so grateful. So friends, I hope you've enjoyed today's coffee break for your soul. I can't wait to share more with you on our next show. If you felt encouraged on today's podcast, I would love to continue to encourage you. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. I share soul care tips and whatever encourages my heart, I share with you. Just sign up for my weekly newsletter at thebonniegray.com. At thebonniegray.com, you'll see a subscribe button. You'll be able to get my newsletter and grab a copy of my book, Whispers of Rest, 40 Days of God's Love to Revitalize Your Soul. You'll find 40 ways to find rest and practice simple soul care inspired by scripture based on scientific research so you can feel God's peace and presence to take better care of yourself in everyday life. 
Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, I'd love to slip you God's love notes to encourage you so you can stress less. So you can find me there at The Bonnie Gray. Remember that you're loved, you're cherished, you're worth it. Just rest. Okay, see you next time. The thunder of my faults wakes me up again. You put me in my bed and you took me in. God of comfort, God of peace. Bring me through the desert. Someday I will be with you